What's up, Pats fans? Pats Tailgate Party Podcast back at you. Uh, Andrew's not here today to answer this question, so somebody's going to have to answer it for me. What episode is this? Anybody know? I think this is 10, is it not? Is it 10? But who's count? There it is. There it is. Dad right there on the horn. Look at that. <laughs> coming. <in. laughs> Mike with the real answer. And dad with, yeah. with the, with Andrew's answer. I love it, man. You that's guys, right. we didn't even prep that. We didn't practice that before we got on here. So that's, uh, that's well done fellas. Well done. Uh, well, no, we're back. It is episode 10. Uh, we're deep into the season. I was looking the other day and uh, what are we on week 13? Is it already week 13 mm-hmm. in the NFL? And I thought to myself, man, this happens every year. And I know all, a lot of fans talk about this, but by the time we get to week 13 and kind of Thanksgiving is over and, and uh, we'll talk about Thanksgiving here in a minute. It just, it's amazing to me how fast the season goes, right? Which I guess they say, you know, time flies when you're having fun, but, uh, and last season seemed to go a lot slower than this season, probably because we're having more fun. Right. But, uh, anyway, Michael Lake is here. You'll find me be, uh, uh, on Boston sports journal, Pat Sox, Celts brews as a member. If you haven't gone to Boston sports journal, you got to get on there. You got to check it out. Literally the best Patriots and Boston sports coverage you can find by the one Greg Bedard. Uh, the other two gentlemen on the screen are also on Boston sports journal. The guy to my right, Mike Davis, Mike from Stoneham on BSJ. How are you today, sir? I am fantastic, Mike. Thanks for asking. Awesome, man. Awesome. And then uh, down below, he looks awfully similar to me because he's my father. Uh, that's D Lakis, Doug Lakis on Boston Sports Journal. Dad, how are you today? Hi, Mike. Doing well. Good. You good. Are. Yeah, man. Doing great. We we don't have Andrew today. He's uh, probably having a fun time with the family at, uh, at Wallace Wade Stadium in Durham, North Carolina. I hope he's having fun with the family because the football is watching right now. is probably not very fun as Duke's losing to Miami, but, uh, but that's all right. You know, he's a, uh, he's a, uh, he's a Duke lifer, man. And you know, you know, I got to say this, I'll give him a little bit of credit. Anybody that has season tickets to Duke football, that's a real Duke fan right there. Let me tell you right now, if you got season tickets to Duke football, cause they're usually all about basketball. Although I can't say much cause they've won, they've gone to the ACC championship game and my NC state Wolfpack have not. So I probably should just stop right there and move on to, the Patriots. Uh, so anyway, Thursday night, we had a uh, uh, last Thursday. So so we, we took a little bit of a hiatus because of the holidays. We do hope everybody had an awesome Thanksgiving and time with friends and family. And we're back with a, after a little bit of an extended break. So we're going to recap a few things today, uh, again, from the fans perspective. If you want to join us, by the way, which we've now had a few people reach out. Uh, which is fantastic. Uh, so we'll probably have a bigger tailgate party coming up soon, but you can email me at Pat's tailgate party at gmail.com Pat's tailgate party at gmail.com and uh, come join us. All you need is a, a mouth and a phone and just to talk about the Patriots from a fan's perspective. So let's jump right into Thursday. What did you guys see uh, on, uh, on Thursday? I'll tell you one thing that I saw um, is that I, I, I feel like I nailed the prediction again that it was going to be a blowout, but I do think that those, and I think Mike, you said this, those Thursday night games, man, they are slogs, man. I mean, they are painful to watch. Like from a, you know, from an execution standpoint, you can tell the guys are tired out there, but a big win shutout win, uh, 25 to nothing on the road at Atlanta. Any thoughts uh, about that game from you guys? Coach, I'll let you go first. I, uh, as we talked about on our last podcast, like, you know, the Thursday night game is, is, is tough. Um, normally the NFL doesn't start practice again until Wednesday on the field. So now you're talking about going right out on Monday or filming Monday, practicing Tuesday and Wednesday, 
traveling to wherever you got to go. And like I said, I, I, I thought it would be rough at the beginning. I thought it would be sloppy. Um, it was, um, you know, p- penalties and, and so on and so forth and lack of execution in certain areas. But at, at no point in the game that I, did I feel like the Patriots were in trouble, uh, you know, and in danger of losing. Sure. Um, it was one of those games where you felt like when it was 14, when the Patriots had, were up, what, 14 to 14 to nothing, was nothing. And then they it threw, it threw, he throws the interception. Jones throws the interception. You kind of like, Oh boy, they're letting them hang around. Right. And uh, you know, but then that, that, you know, that all evened out. And at the end of the day, the game wasn't close. Um, I got to say, I felt bad for uh, Matt Ryan, to be quite honest. Oh, man. I mean, the guy has been oh. uh, the ultimate professional for all these years, right? And he's playing on a team that's just oh, not so, good. They're so bad. And, and not to mention getting his ba- brains beat out oh, every, every, every time he goes out there. Every play. I, you know, here's a fu- you, want, you want to hear a crazy take that will probably get us taken off the air in Patriots Nation? I love the fact that we won the 28 to three Super Bowl, but there's a, there's a big empathetic part of me as a human that feels really bad for Matt Ryan and the Atlanta players in that game. Like, especially Matt, I mean, Matt Ryan's like, if, if it was the other way around, right. And that happened to the Patriots, I would tell you Brady's like, and, and Brady lost. Let's imagine it happened the other way. Right. And now Brady would have six Super Bowls instead of seven. I, as a Patriots fan, would tell you that Brady should have seven Super Bowls. So if I transfer that over, Matt Ryan should have a Super Bowl. Like, you can't well, lose mean, that game. It, it, it wasn't on him, right? I mean, oh. what was his, his passer rating? Oh, he's unreal. He played well. He played well. I just I mean, can't imagine that pain is what I'm trying to say. Like, that and, type of and, pain. And I don't think he's probably gotten past it. I mean, I, you know, a lot of the guys that he played with in that Super Bowl game are gone. They're no longer with it. Like right. And I, I also am not one again. I'm going to sound real soft here. And you guys tell me if I'm wrong. I'm also not, I can't stand when people still troll the Falcons about that. Like leave them alone, nah. man. Like nah. just like you, but they still do it. Like the ring had 283 diamonds. Like, it's just, to me, that's just like, I get it. There's some gamesmanship there, but I'm also like, all right, man, like, you know, every day, well, people, I don't know. You know. Tell me I'm wrong. I just, I, but, I guess but, I feel but, that. But look, know? 28 to three doesn't necessarily mean you're trolling the, the, the Falcons, right? It's saying that, the Patriots came back too. That's true. Right. That's true. You're right. It, it, well, and to be fair, it was awesome to watch them come back like it was unbelievable. I mean, I mean, I mean if you really, if you really want to take a shot, you go back to the 2007 season where the Patriots mm. go 18 and 0. I'm glad nobody brings that up anymore. Go into New York. Oh. I mean, play playing the Giants in the Super Bowl, which you know no one thought it was going to be, and really led late. Not oh. by much, but led late. Yeah, 14-10. Moss scored and late. Get beat and go 18 and 1. Well, no one cares if you go 18 and 1. Nope. They want if you're 19 and 0, you're the greatest team ever. That's exactly 18 right. 1. Oh well. I, to the, to <laughs> this mean, to this day, I, I think Mike, I, you you dad, tell me if I'm wrong. That game usually comes on, right? Because they they replay the Super Bowls before the Super Bowl. Usually, they get, you got like two or three weeks. Oh, I, I, I I can't watch it. I watch it every. I watch. Yeah, yeah. I watch it every time and text and text dad. It's like this. It's like this. Um, I don't know why I watch it. Like it, it. It's that. It's that thing where you watch the train, you know, in the movie, coming onto the car, and you're like, well, maybe this time it won't hit the car. 
Like it's that thing where you're like, no, I'm going to get a different ending. And every time Eli still gets away every time that third and long (laughs) plays and Seymour's got him in the grasp. And and I'm like, there's no ways there's, this is a fan. Look at this. They're going to sack him. It's going to be fourth and long. They're going to get the ball back, take a knee and they're going to go 19. It's going to be unreal. And every time he slips away and every time I'm like, Rodney, how do you not punch that out? One, how do you not intercept it? Get in front of the ball. But then anyway. you're coming down. <laughs> anyway, we're going off the tracks here. So, Mike, right, you so, got to so, give me so a take. Come I'm, on, Mike. Bring us I'm back. Going bring, so I'm going to bring it back. So so last week, y'all, you guys had a bunch of uh, either predictions or asks. Okay. And and so let's start with Doug. So, so Coach said it's going to be real ugly early, and then the Patriots are going to pull it together, and they're going to run away with it. Right? So, huge, huge one on that one. Mike Lakis, you said – you said, Nelson Aguilar, I need you to get me a touchdown. I, I want to see you break down the middle of that. How about that 19 yards after the catch, got himself in the end zone. Did he not almost like listen to you and run that one right in? And then he got a big catch in the fourth quarter too. just to say, hey, I heard you, right? I'll give him some fanfare. Mo- move the chains. Yep, that's right. That's right. He did. He looked good. Um, and, and then I think Andrew said he thought, you know, you were going to see more out of, uh, out of WR1. And I thought he had a couple of really nice catches in that game. He actually, and, and, yeah, go ahead, Doug. He actually, uh, on the interception Jones threw, he had WR one wide open. Yeah. And didn't throw it to him. <laughs> yeah, I think he got fooled on that big time. He did. He did. And, and, and I think, uh, I'm, I was trying to remember, I think it was Andrew who was saying what he was re- really waiting for was to see some of the Patriots veterans step up and make some big plays. Yep. That's right. Some of the youngsters step up and some make of the youngsters, some of those big plays. So K- Kyle Van Noy with that pick six, right. You got, you got, uh, you got McCordy with the pick, you got JC Jackson. Th- those guys were making eventful plays. Yep. Duggar turning Duggar look good out there. Yeah, Absolutely. Covering some fanfare. Hits. Running, running, you know, step for step with Pitts. Yeah, listen, I, one, I, li- I like this segment. I, this is very enjoyable talking about what we got right. We got to have to do it at the same, at the same time because there's going to be a time we all ask for this stuff and then it goes the opposite, right? So we're going to have to sure. have fun with that too, right? We'll bring a different sound effect for that one. But I like this segment, Mike. I also got to say, I'm going to give myself a little bit of credit here. Unfortunately, I did not record my, well, I mean, I, I guess, let me back up. This is recorded, so I could go back and watch. But I did not write a, uh, make a register or a receipt of my uh, predictions. But I feel like I'm on, a, I'm on a little bit of a heater lately when it comes to past predictions. Mike, what do you think? Uh, pretty sure I said when you guys were at the Panthers game, it was kind of a tight game. And I said, nah, man, you guys, it's gonna, you guys are going to be in the lower bowl with all the other Pats fans. And I'm, when did that happen in the fourth quarter, dad? When did everybody in the, uh, the silver and Carolina blue get out of there? Probably sometime uh, early in the fourth, right? Yeah. Early in the, well, when, when JC, when the pick six, that was it, right? Done. That kind of was yeah. like, Oh geez, here we go again. All right. So that was done. And then let's see, uh, the Browns game. I, that might've been my best prediction. Cause I'm pretty sure I said it was going to be like 43 to three or something like that. Right. I could be yeah, wrong, you, by the way. Somebody's going to go back and, and got to go back and audit 45 to seven. And then the Falcons, I said, I, I will quote this. I don't know how they're going to score. And they didn't score, which is beautiful. So yeah. I'm just going to, I'm going to feel myself for just a minute. I'll probably ruin this prediction this week. Cause now we got a game. That's like, this is like, we'll talk about the Titans game coming up, but you know, sometimes you got to take credit when you're on a heater, man. You know, sometimes you got to take credit for it. So I got to feel you're good doing about that. that. 
You're doing that pretty well, man. Yeah, man. I wish I could turn it into some sort of uh, <coughs> winning uh, when it comes to, to 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 betting, which I haven't been able to do in quite some time. So I'm great on the podcast, and then it's like I forget about it on Sunday when I hit the uh, submit uh, button. All right, so, so, so let's go there, right? <laughs> okay. So, so your top two running backs for Tennessee are out. Your top three receivers for Tennessee are out. Man, they, the Pats keep running into these awesome injury opportunities. A.J. Brown ruled out yesterday, right, Mike? Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. So so go ahead. Uh, Wait, we're going to predict gonna now? Score, right? Wait a minute. We're how gonna are they going to score? You just asked that last week, right? How tw- are they gonna, how's Tennessee going to score? We're, we're 12 and, minutes and into the show. We can't do predictions they're, yet. Their quarterback's leading the league in interceptions, right? He's got oh. 12 INTs. That okay, all sounds so- like it's moving in the right direction to me. Here's my next – here's what I'm going to say, Mike. All of that leads up to a trap game. Yeah, I'm a little worried after you said I mean, that. I, I, I mean, I've, Mike and I were talking about – Mike Davis and I were talking about before. <clears throat> Vrabel's not afraid of the Patriots. No. So, so I mean, you know, he, he goes toe-to-toe with Belichick and looks right oh, yeah. in the eye. So, so, the Titans are not going to – they're not going to lay down tomorrow. No. They, they, And I think the Patriots, you know, I think they may have some trouble moving the ball at times against the Titans defense, to be honest. Um, We're all banking on the fact that the Patriots defense right now is top rated. Oh, it's good. So I hope, you know, that continues. I don't think they can block nine. I mean, I I don't think anybody can block nine, to be honest. And uh, the man with the red sleeves. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Well, I mean, I. So we don't want to get, I don't want to get too far into the, into the Nine prediction and 90, right? That's a oh, brutal man. combination. 90 is, you, you got armor coming in, destroying the middle. You got, you got, um, the, the evil one coming in from the side there. Number nine, busting oh. up the, the, the edge. And then you got a cast of characters coming from the other side, right? Whether it's, uh, you know, 91 or 53 or, you know, they're just collapsing the pocket left, right, and center. So, so you guys are right. Before we get in the Titans game, though, I want to I want to take us back off the rails one more time, but not really, off, not really off the rails. Kind of like a something that I'm I, in, in in pre-show. I meant to bring this up and I didn't. So hopefully you'll forgive me for that. Have you guys watched the the documentary yet? Man in the Arena. I have not. I've seen parts of it. Yes. Oh man. Well, we can't talk about it then because we, I, you guys got to watch. I it. haven't seen it yet, but you got to give us homework and we'll, we'll go right. back. So it's, you know what I'm talking about though? Are you familiar with it, Mike? Uh, I, it's the Brady, I, I it's the will... 10, the 10 part Brady documentary on ESPN. Okay. So you remember, okay. you remember, um, um, the last dance Jordan's, uh, mm-hmm. six part documentary mm-hmm. and people loved it. They talked about how great it was and stuff and it got real. I, I actually, I, haven't seen the last dance, which is probably, I have it recorded. Literally I'm getting to it. It's on my uh, DVR, but you know, they talked about like, it was very real. Um, uh, they brought in Pippen and he talked about some stuff he was irritated and aggravated with and so on and so forth. And it just gave you this very unique look at the the nineties bulls. Well, it's the same thing with the Patriots. So it's a 10 part docu docu series. Um, that's a very raw document documentary. And, and the first that I've seen episode two, it comes out every Tuesday. Um, and it's on ESPN plus. So Mike, I'll hook you up with a, with a, if you don't have a subscription, I got to, oh, I, I got my, subscription. All right, there it is. Perfect. I, just, I very rarely ever go to ESPN plus. Perfect. So, so this would be a good reason to go to it. So the first episode, again, I haven't seen the second episode. First episode is all about Brady as a kid into college and then getting his start and it kind of walks through the entire t- uh, 2001 season. And, uh, there's uh, the, why I love this episode is there's a lot of Bledsoe. 
in this episode. Like it's Bledsoe from his perspective and so on and so forth. So I'm not going to ruin any of it for you because we'll talk about it moving forward on, on the show. But I always liked Bledsoe. I'll just put it this way. I'm going to leave you with this. I always liked Bledsoe. Like I was just was a big fan, right? We were horrible when we drafted him. Number one overall pick. Like guy had a guy had a, a cannon for an arm, like, you know, especially early in his early days when he got a little bit older in Buffalo and Dallas and even late in New England, he was kind of a statue and got, you know, patted the ball. And we laughed about that and stuff. But I have an I have more respect for Bledsoe than I ever have had after watching that documentary, because there's a couple of things that happened. And again, not spoiler alert too much, but just the raw. Like how raw he was when it came to um, just just like the emotion of him getting the job and not coming back and not playing in that Super Bowl and how he he was uh, hurt. Yeah. But yeah, he was hurt. Like he showed I mean, the pain. I mean, I mean he, he yeah. Yeah, so it was it, anyway. It was unbelievable. A couple things on Bledsoe. So number one, um, I just did a three and a half hour drive back from Thanksgiving, and I was listening to one of the Talking Heads, and they were actually comparing Tannehill. This is tight, one of the Titans guys um, comparing comparing Tannehill to Brad Bledsoe, and, and the reason why he was comparing him was he was saying one of the things about Bledsoe is whether it was year one or year ten. He'd make that interception and be like, man, man, you made that an interception your freshman that your first year in the NFL. Like you never learned, like you never got better at that particular throw. And and one of the things that the Patriots have become known for in the last 10 years is, and we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, we're mistake repeating, right? They don't they don't tolerate it. Like you, you make the mistake, that's cool, but you learn from it and you improve it, and you don't do it again. And this year, we saw a lot of that earlier in the season. And we see that getting better. Now they still have trouble setting the edge, but at least they've had 10 days now, right? They've had a chance to do a little more self scouting, but a chance mm -hmm. to look at that film. And, and I'm just hoping, you know, that are they going to miss the edge a couple of times against, against the Titans? Yeah. I'm just hoping sure. they do it early. And, you know, so somebody's going to, you know, uh, uh, what's his name there? Uh, the old middle linebacker who's now coaching the team, uh, coaching the defense. He's going to go right over him. Go, okay, we talked about Mayo. this. Yeah, Mayo. Thanks, Gerard Mayo. Mayo's going to be like, okay, we talked about this. You can't get, you know, washed under there. You got to get, you know, you got to shed that block. Sure. I, I'm kind of hoping that, and the same thing with the receivers, right? Troy Brown's going to be like, you got, you know, when you get there, you got to make this cut there and you, you got to look, you got to be on the same page. I'm just hoping yeah. we're not going to see some of that mistake repeating. Uh, yeah, he was saying sure. that as great as Bledsoe was, you could count on him to make that mistake. And he was saying this year, Tannehill isn't learning from that. So if they've had 10 days huh. to scout him, you might look for Pete, you know, the Patriots to kind of be baiting him and knowing where he's going to put the ball and being where, where he's going to put it, not where his receiver mm -hmm. is yeah. going to be. Might see a similar thing. Well, that's, so I like that. I, you know, just, just one more, one more point, I guess, on the, on the Bledsoe thing from the, from two thousands. And again, you got to watch it and I'm, I'm telling you too much already, but I, I forgot how much of a, how much of a controversy it was that he didn't start the Super Bowl in 2001. Like I forgot that, that how big of a deal that was. And it was just interesting to kind of go back to that. You know what I mean? And like, and, and rewatch that and rewatch his anger. Although they say, you know, he's got some, he's got some great, um, some great comments about how, like if Brady wasn't such a nice guy that he would have had a, it would have been much harder for him to stand on the sidelines and respect him. He uses some choice words that we won't say on here, but you know, if he wasn't that guy, like, I don't think I could have done it. 
but he was, he was such a nice guy and such a humble guy, but he also knew kind of at that point, once he didn't get put back in, he's never getting his job back. Like Brady was never going to give him his job back. So anyway, interesting, interesting, uh, uh, documentary. I think you guys got to watch it, get on and watch it. It's an hour episode each week. I'm sure there's tons of Patriots fans watching it uh, and it's enjoyable. And it's something that we'll, we'll kind of discuss and break down just because it's fun to kind of relive some of that stuff. Right. And, and it, the great thing is like on the second episode, it goes from that year and like Edelman is the guest on the second. Episode. So it kind of bounces around and it's not just about like Brady, like you get a lot of guys that are brought in. So anywho, let's uh, let's swing it over and look at, I think we were talking about going through the rest of the season because we're going to jump into the into the Titans game here in a minute. But uh, maybe it's uh, superstition. Maybe it's luck. But we've done this now for like five weeks and we've won five weeks in a row. So <laughs> we're going to keep looking through it. You know, I got to give Andrew some more credit. I'll give him a little fanfare, too. But I'm pretty sure. When was it, Dad? Was it back after the Cowboys game when Andrew went through the schedule and said he could see? Uh, yeah. No, no problem. I'll give him one of these. No problem with the playoffs. He was like, man, he's and he went through and kind of hit the wins and they've won five yeah. straight. So uh, tomorrow we got uh, Titans at home. Right. Is it weird that I wish it was on the road based on how this team's been playing at home? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> uh, I mean, probably probably wanted at home, but, you know, crazy. Uh, then we got this, this, this man, this stretch of four games. It's a heck of a stretch here. This is a gauntlet. Then, uh, uh, we have, we go to the bills on Monday night. So a little bit of a longer week, which is, which is good. Uh, after a buy, right. There's a buy in there. I believe there's yep. a buy in there after the first bills game, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yep. And, and then, uh, we got the Colts, the horseshoes, got the horseshoes at the Colts, uh, which got, flexed to a Saturday game. So it's now a Saturday game instead of a Sunday game. And it's like an eight, is it an eight 20 game? It's eight 20. Any feelings on that? On flexing it to Saturday. I mean, I know it's a prime time thing. I I don't know. Well, well both, both teams are coming off a bye too. So at least yeah, it's interesting. Well, the Patriots when you know, you're, you're in, you're out during the playoffs there, their uh, divisional round game is, has always seemed to me to be a Saturday on Saturday night at eight twenty. Right. I mean, that, that's kind of when they, yeah, that's prime right. time, pro, they prime time. them. I mean, I, yeah, that's right. Well, you're also anyway, talking about, go ahead. yeah, no, I would say you're also talking about two of the best teams in the, in the, oh, in the junk right now. So I'll get into that in a minute with the Colts, but uh, go ahead. Yeah. Luckily Colts, uh, I think Bedard said it on BSJ. He was talking about the Colts and how they're good. Right. They're, they're good, but that, you know, Frank, Frank Reich, who has the, uh, the Patriots numbers, if we think about a Super Bowl a few years ago with the Eagles, but he does have Carson Wentz back there. Although he had Nick Foles that night and was able to get it done. So, but a little bit of a different defense to be fair. Uh, so after that, then we go to a, a day after Christmas game against the bills that didn't get flexed. So that's a noon game, uh, at home which is interesting that it's a noon game. I thought that would at least get moved to the afternoon. Um, I say noon. It still could. I say noon because I'm in the central time zone, everybody. So, so that's why you might get some time zone. Yeah. It's one o'clock on the East uh, Eastern time zone. I guess it could get flexed, but they maybe, because I think they flex the the next two or three weeks. So maybe that could get flexed. I mean, that seems to me to be a 425 type game. I I, I don't know. I would agree. I would agree. Uh, And then it gets, substantially easier from there. Although we've seen in years past games that should be substantially easy, like the Jaguars who are after the bills, uh, the, after the four game gauntlet, 
Um, although I don't really worry so much about the Jaguars, but I do worry about week 18, which is a weird thing to say just in general, and the 17th game, which is at Miami, which is like a house of horrors late in the season. That game really worries me. Like, I'm, I, I, I get like shivers of 2009 that come over, or 2019 that come over my body when the team had a, that was had an a one all. seed. Yeah, well, that was true. Where the team had a one seed and just puked it away. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I mean, look, that the, the Orange Bowl was their house of horrors for so much, for so long. And yes, you know, last last week of the season, whether they have something to play for or not, they do struggle oh. in Miami historically. You are, you are completely not wrong again, Mike Lucas. We <laughs> we will certainly get there, and we we will talk about. That oh, all the time. I I can see Gronk playing free oh. safety. You know, falling all over himself. I mean, it's just. That game. And I have buddies of mine that are from Miami and they could be Oh, and 16 and they win that game and they troll me like nobody. It's just, it's the worst. I hate that game. I knew it was going to be there before the schedule came out. I can't stand it. I started. You were talking about Super Bowl week when they yeah. play that, uh, that, that 2007 Super Bowl. Yep. Those, those uh, 72 dolphins that are all still alive. I'm sure they get together wherever just to watch that game over again. Oh, absolutely. To just defend that. They're still the best ever. Yeah. What were they? 13 and 0. <laughs> Is that right? Was that their final record? I don't even remember. I, I wasn't alive in 1972. Was it 16? 16. Okay. 16. 0 13-0 in the regular <laughs> season. All right. So let's move to the Titans game. We'll talk a little bit about that. And then, uh, then we'll get out of here. Um, so you guys started by calling this a trap game. I heard it. Yeah, it just, I think, Dad, I think you're on to something. Like, it, this feels like a game that the Patriots should just roll. I mean, it feels like the fa- like, I don't know. I mean, they don't have any. And, and I'm going to pull up an injury I mean, report. I, Hold on. You guys talk. I'm going to pull up an injury report because they are so hurt. The Titans are. But it I does mean, feel but, like a trap game. But note, a lot of the guys they just t- signed off the street are either former Patriots mm-hmm. or guys from the AFC East, right? Like Buster Scrime. Like, they've pulled guys who know this team. That's true. No, that's true. So you're going to get some mental, you know, knowledge there. Like when I saw they, they signed Buster Screen, though, the first thing that came to my mind was, well, which Patriot do I want to select on DraftKings this week? Because he's terrible. Like he's literally, he's awful. I mean, I remember when he played for the Jets, we used to just crush him every week. You know, you just went after him. But to your point, he does. But if he you're trying problems. to get a guy off the street, at least he knows them. Well, right? well, that's well, true. But didn't the Patriots sign somebody off their pra- off the Titans practice squad yesterday? For the same reason, I'm pretty sure they did. Uh, I I don't know. I've I've been away. So so the yeah, I know. It's, did, been, it's cool. been a, it's been a holiday week. I think they did. I'll look it up. I think they they, I think they signed a Titans linebacker that was released by the Titans earlier in the week. Which which I mean, and, so and they'll cut him on Monday. By the way, after the yeah. game. So so while you're looking that up, and then Doug, I'll let you talk. I I want to start with, and and I think Andrew had this this hot take first, right? Or maybe it was Bedard. I I do think that the Patriots defensive players have been in Johnu Smith's ear all week. I think they have been chirping him and they have been telling him for 10 days that this Titans team gave up on him. They didn't want him. He's, he knows how bad he's been this year so far. And I think Josh McDaniels and Mac Jones are going to do everything they can to get Johnny Smith involved early in this game. And I think he's going to have a chip on his shoulder and he's going to want to try to set the tone early. And that's why I think, you know, the bully ball, the, the you know, the yeah. multi tight end, the, I, I think they're going to try to, you know, come right at 
the Titans and try to be the more physical team. And I think, you know, if you're running a jet sweep with Johnny Smith sure. and there's already two tight ends on that side, or you're running, you know, a jet sweep and you're running um, Jakob Johnson over there, I, I could definitely see them trying to get Johnny Smith involved early, whether it's, you know, as a block and then a release or on that jet sweep. I, I think that the, you know, that's veteran leadership, right? That's the Kyle Van Noys. That's the, Devin McCordy's. I think that's that bulletin board material that that coach you've talked about already, right? Mm-hmm. I, I agree, and I, I I like your take on on all of that. Um, the, the one thing that I I will say that I think is has really started to evolve over the past five games, especially, is that the, the physicality that the Patriots are playing with. Absolutely, um, both offensively and defensively. I mean. The the recipe in 2001 to winning that Super Bowl was defense, run game, and play, and being physical. Well, I see a lot of the same things happening right now, especially with the two-headed monster they got in the backfield. Oh, yeah. Right now. And as you said, Mike Davis last week, or I think it was last, Trent Brown being back doesn't hurt. Now, he didn't practice I, at one point this week, though. No, but he, he was back in practice yesterday. He's going to play. Um, He's going to play. I, I just think that they, uh, when I said it's a trap game, I don't necessarily mean they're going to lose. But I think it may be tougher than people, you know, think it's going to be. Right. I mean, the Titans right now are still 8-3. and three. They're still a top seed in the, in the AFC. So it's not like um, the Jets are coming to town. Right. Um, right. You know. So, but I think Belichick will have them prepared. The Patriots out of a bye week, and I consider this a bye week because they didn't play Sunday. The Patriots out of a bye week are usually pretty good. Usually, usually. So, um, so yeah. you know, so, I mean, I, it'll be fun. I mean, yeah, it, 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 games like this, and Mike, you were talking about the schedule coming up, the next five games. As Patriots fans, and I think Mike Davis, I, I think I, I include you in this. It's always fun after Thanksgiving being a Patriots fan because the games matter. Right. And we're back to that point where a year ago it was just, it wasn't fun. Right. So we're back, you know, when I used to buy tickets to games late in the season, I used to take Mike and Andrew, we'd go to a December game where it was cold and it was fun. It was just that. I always was hoping they were in the running so that the game meant something. And we're kind of back into that now, you know, yep. every week the yep. game's going to matter and it makes it a whole lot more fun. I think first, uh, first game you ever took me to, by the way, was at the old stadium and it didn't matter. I think we were, I mean, I don't remember what year it was, but Zolak beat Steve Young to knock the 49ers didn't matter. out of the playoffs. We, we make, we oh, did they make the playoffs? playoffs? Oh, that's right. That's, yeah. I thought we were just knocking. That's right. They beat Steve Young. And then we went to Jacksonville and got embarrassed the next <laughs> week. <laughs> that's all right. That was a great game. Those metal bleachers though, in December, Oh, buddy. Let me tell you, that is a but, different type of but cold But to my bear point, fight. it's it, it means it's and again, it's only a football game. But as a fan, when it means something, oh, it's a sure. whole lot more. It's a whole lot more fun, you know. No, absolutely. To, so, so real quick, so the uh, the practice squad signing was Niall Scott, who's a nose tackle that got cut from Tennessee, and they signed him to the practice squad. Doesn't play. This is just interesting. By the way, if you ever just get on, I sometimes this nerd alert, but I sometimes just get on the NFL.com transactions and just like read through it, 
It's like Sunday morning news. Uh, the uh, Derek Rivers got signed by the Texans on the 24th. That's interesting. Uh, they're signing all the expatriates, but that's because Casario drafted a lot of those guys and they weren't very good. Uh, but anyway, I just thought that was interesting. So here's the, here's the injury report. I'm going to kind of read through this kind of quickly. Uh, the Patriots one is a lot of guys questionable. We see this every week, right? Like Cody Davis, Nick Folk. I mean, Nick Folk's been questionable for five years. Uh, John Smith, he'll play. I have no doubt to your point. Uh, Bedard, Mike, is who, you, who you're talking about with the hot take, thinks uh, John is going to have a big day, and I like what you're saying. A uh, little bit of a narrative there, narrative street, but I'm with you. I mean, I think these guys have been his, in his ear, and Gilmore even said when he played in week nine against the Pats, is they, uh, it, you know, when you're playing your old team, there's just something a little bit extra there. Hunter Henry, questionable. Uh, Damian Harris, questionable. Stevenson, Ramondre Stevenson, questionable. Hightower, questionable. Bentley, questionable. Trent Brown, questionable. Bailey, questionable. Barmore, questionable. And then you have some guys that are all out or on injured reserve. I won't go through that list. Uh, two guys come back, though. Two rookies came back to practice this week, which is awesome. Cameron McGrone and Joshua Bledsoe. So that's exciting uh, to see them back. And then if we go down here to the Titans, this is just this is just crazy. Um Greg Mabin, I think I say you say it. Mabin, that's how you say it. Mabin, uh, yeah. Mabin yep. Cornerback out. AJ Brown out. Uh, they have a defensive. IR, right? ta- yep. Uh, yeah, in reserve. He's out for at least yeah, three weeks. Just put on IR. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Tyre Tart out. Nate Davis out. Uh, let's see. Sw- their tight end Swaims questionable. Elijah Molden questionable. David Long out. Rashawn Evans out. It's a big deal. Um, Jeremy McNichols running back out. They let go of Adrian Peterson this week, so he's not on the team anymore. Logan Woodside out. Uh, Joe Jones. I mean, they are just – this is crazy. Uh, Julio Jones on IR. Derrick Henry, obviously, on IR. I mean, you can't line up a better – you know, this is like Chubb having COVID, and, and it wasn't we, – we recovered and he's fine. But, I mean, the reality is, like, when the, we've run into this week by week, and that's a good thing as Patriots fans, because we continue to run into injured teams and the Patriots are one of the more healthy teams in the league. So if they keep that up, I think Bedard said that if they keep that up throughout the season, which I don't think will happen because you know, somebody, it it always happens. Somebody gets hurt, but really at the end of the year, it kind of comes down to who the healthiest team is. So, you know, know, it's interesting. You just talked about the two rookies coming back and, and they, we have, they haven't seen the field yet, but one of the things that traditionally is a problem across the NFL and not just for the Patriots, is those you know those linebackers right those right. inside those defensive ends again I, i'm trying to remember who the the uh player was who said there's a hundred percent chance of injury in the nfl those mm-hmm. guys take an absolute beating oh man right whether it's high tower whether it's i mean collins is already on ir right so having some players who can be brought in who have been in the system we've been learning who've been watching who can come in and spell those and in week 15 and week 16 and week 17, right? This is the first year of a 17 week schedule. Um, that's going to be huge. That's right. That's absolutely, I think that's that, absolutely that, right. You know, having the ability to, to, to be a deep enough team to get through week 17 and get into the playoffs. We haven't seen this before, right? I mean, not since they went from the 14 to, to the 16 week schedule. So I, I think it's a great point. I uh, I want to jump in and and do a do some predictions and get out of here. Got a got a few minutes left. Um, man, I you know this is a tough one because I've been now I'm bouncing around in my head, Dad. What you're talking about with the trap game, but Mike, what you're how are they going to score? Right, which is what we said against the Falcons. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna 
I'm gonna go last. <laughs> what, what's what, what's the line? Close right, well, yeah, of course That's... I'm gonna. I always go last. Um, Mike, what's the line? All right, let me see here. So line on this game. Let me back it up. I've got my app up here. Seven, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's six and a half. Let me see. Here it is. So it is. Yep. It actually moved. You're right, Dad. It moved a point or a half point. So New England's favored by seven. Ooh. And a total is 43 and a half. Gotcha. All right. So I'll oh. start because I don't have it. I mean, I, I, I do think that as usual, coaches get some really great insight on this. Uh, I, I actually was thinking the Patriots were only going to win by three. Oh, okay. Um, and, but having gone back and watched the last five minutes of the Falcons wow. game and watching how strong the Patriots finished that game, especially with Kyle Vannoy coming in and, and making that pick six, I wouldn't be shocked to see a late cover. Uh, I do think the Patriots are going to win. I do think you're going to see a very, very tough first quarter. I do mm-hmm. think I would not be at all surprised to see the Titans leading at the end of the first or even at halftime. But I do think the Patriots have more talent with all the injuries that you have out there. And I think with 10 days, they are ready. They're going to be readier. So I'm going to pick them. And, and I actually am going to take the over, although I think you're going to see quite a bit of score. Uh, a, a field position, if not scoring by the defensive sides of the ball. I think you might see both quarterbacks turn it over. Uh, you might even see a couple of pick sixes. So Patriots by three, 27, 24, maybe. All right. 27, 24. It's a little bit of fireworks back and forth. Dad, how about you? No, I, like, as I said, I, I think it's, you know, I, I don't want to be be a dead horse about the trap game, but I think they'll struggle. They may struggle early because coming out of a bye week, you tend to struggle a little bit trying to get your legs under you again. Um, I do think they in the, at the end, uh, I'm going to say 31-17 New England. All right, 31-17, so that's over two. Oh, man, this game is so difficult to pick for me because I, I in, in my mind – I'm asking the same question, Mike, which is how are they going to score the Titans? Like, I don't know how they're going to score. Fair question. I mean, I, but I also think Brables knows New England. He's not stupid. And he's going to, he's going to do everything he can. I, I think if I look at this, I just looked at the weather too. No bad weather. It's supposed to be like high of 43. So I think that this is a type of game. I think it's going to be a rock fight. Like, I think it's going to go under. And I think it's going to be, I think, I think. Me, let me give you a, a for instance on this game. It's it's not a it's not a, the parallel won't make sense until I, I explain it. But it, this reminds me. I don't remember what year it was. Maybe twenty ten. Whatever year. What year did did uh, did the Dolphins run the Wildcat and beat us and and embarrass us? Remember what year that was? Ronnie Brown. I, I remember the. I remember right, the whatever. Game, but I don't remember. Whatever year it was, like the the Dolphins were more talented probably currently than what the Titans are because of the injuries. But this just feels like a game where Vrabel's going to do everything he can to protect Tannehill and like move. I could see. I don't. I don't know why I'm trying to say. I could see a lot of like misdirection, a lot of uh, read option, a lot of stuff, and it's similar to what the Dolphins do with the Wildcat, where it's not just their normal. Hey, I'm going to give it to to Derrick Henry, or I got two good receivers on the outside. Like I think you're going to see a lot of like four yards, five yards, and a cloud of dust. And the Titans just wanting to reduce Tannenhill's mistakes and slow the game down and make the Patriots defense aggravated. And what I mean by that is it's aggravating as a defense when you're letting up four yards a play 
and slowly getting taken down the field and you're getting beat up in the process. And well, you I want to make them impatient. Impatient. So they make mistakes. Exactly. And you're moving. I think you're going to see a lot of side to side movement from the Titans where literally that read option or stuff where they're going to have to get to the edge. Mike, you brought up earlier. Can they set the edge? I think there's still some weaknesses there. I do think the Patriots win, but I actually think this is a game where the defense is, is it's almost going to be, they're also going to be bored and the Titans are going to go down slowly and score. And to your point, dad, they, that may open them up for a big play to someone who we don't even know. Right. Somebody, I, you know, right. And so I, I look at this game, I think the Patriots win, but I love what you said about the struggle early, Mike. I think the Titans probably um, make them look a little silly in the first quarter, get their legs back under them. And I see the Patriots winning a game like I could see this being a 17-13 game where they just, you know, or even like a, even like a, yeah, 17-13 or something where, you know, Patriots got to kick a lot of field goals, Titans kick a lot of field goals. You get a, a, a tough touchdown or two, but I think it's going to just be a slog type of, um, I don't see anybody blowing each other out. And I think the Titans are going to make it tough. So I'll go 17, 10, 17, okay. 10 is what I'll, I'll take that is what I'll go, which, yeah, I mean, a win's a win, right? So a you're picking the, you're picking the Patriots to cover too. Yeah. I think they're going to, I think they'll push, right. I think they'll push and it'll go under, but I could also see literally like a 16 to 10, like, like where Nick Folk kicks six field goals and who, I don't know who the Titans kicker is, but he kicks five, like, like just that type of game where it's just, beating the crap out of each other. And I think that that's, that would be really aggravating to, to Patriots fans looking at a game like this, but I think Rabel knows how to aggravate that defense. Yeah, he does. You know what I mean? Like, and, and that's how you do it, that they're more talented on defense. So what, what are the Patriots? What have the Patriots done historically to the chiefs who have a more talented offense? They make you take three yards and they make you, sl they slow everything down. And I could see the Titans doing that to this defense. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Final thoughts before we get out of here. Any final thoughts? Nope. It's great to be back doing a podcast again. Oh, I'm yeah. just doing it earlier in the week. And uh, Pat's win tomorrow. Keep rolling. Look forward to getting into this again next week on a winning note. Awesome. Mike, any final thoughts for you? Uh, yeah, as I said, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping John gets to redeem himself. I, I, I do think you're going to see the more talented team win. And, and, and I, uh, I, I think they're going to be surprising. I think you're going to see some picks. Going both ways, I, I think you may see quite a few picks going both ways. Um, but I am, I'm, I'm hopeful that we're going to see a fun game tomorrow. All right, right. I and I'm definitely looking forward to getting together with everybody. And I'm going to invite everybody who's watching this podcast. We want you to join us on this. Yeah, come on. We have more shining faces on this show. That's exactly. You don't have to have a beard. We promise. Even though everybody <laughs> you don't have that facial hair. Not a requirement. Like Andrew says, it's a Zoom. We can put on a bunch of, a bunch Absolutely. of people on this screen. So oh, come on, folks. 100%. Bring it in. Uh, remember, just email me, patstailgateparty at gmail.com, patstailgateparty at gmail.com. We want more faces on here. And uh, look, I hope you guys are right about your scores. I'll take your scores over my score uh, tomorrow. So hopefully that's the case. And, man, it was win fun. Win is a win. Hey, a win is a win. And uh, let's see the Pats go to eight and four, move up in the, uh, move up in the, the rankings, and then get ready for – two huge matchups against the bills coming up. So, Hey, it was awesome. Thanks everybody again for joining us. Have fun tomorrow. Be safe and uh, go Pats.